Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with uh, Vito Anselmi, who is the Regional Director North America for Alula. Now, if you've never heard of Alula, definitely stay tuned. And if you have, stay tuned anyway, because there's so much material to, to go over here on Insider Travel Report. So Alula, I mean, first of all, I, 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 I knew about it, but when you started to talk about it, it's sort of... You know, it was like a, a, a smack in the face, like, wow, I need to know more about this place. Uh, let's start with a little bit of history. Sure. I mean, Alula is, there's 200,000 years worth of human history in Alula. Uh, we have four fabulous heritage sites that have basically been unseen by people because before 2019, uh, Saudi Arabia was not open for tourism. And so what's the, let's talk about size. Well, I mean, in terms of size, I mean, Alula itself is uh, in the northwestern corner of Saudi Arabia, so it's actually closer to Jordan and Egypt. There's only 45,000 people that live in Alula, so it's not a very big space. And the great thing is when you're there, all of the experiences are within close reach of each other. So, um, so we think that that's a real plus for people that uh, don't have a lot of time, want to see a lot in a short amount of time. Now, is this a place, uh, obviously it's a destination you can go straight to, but it's also a place you can go to uh, when you're extending your trip. Like, uh, what are your thoughts on that? So we're really seeing that people are, promo uh, are really promoting Saudi Arabia as a standalone destination. So going into Riyadh and then uh, onto Alula and then out of Jeddah. And you're getting three really distinct parts of Saudi Arabia um, over a nine or ten day period. Uh, Alula, you need really three or four nights minimum to enjoy and experience the full uh, history and heritage sites that are there. All right, so let's, let's talk about the heritage sites. There are like four of them that are the major... So there are four major heritage sites, Hegra being uh, our flagship, and really there are 110 tombs that make up all of the different tombs. So if you've been to Petra and you've seen, you know, the, the site there, I mean, we have a very different looking site. The, what connects them is the Nabataean people uh, created Petra, they created uh, Hegra and the tombs around it. Um, so you really got to see them both. Well, I think if you're interested in history and the Nabataean history um, and the incense road and the trade, yes, yes. absolutely. Also, let's look at the second one, Dadan. So different, yeah, Dadan, different point in time. Uh, what's great about this experience is you'll see different red rock uh, cliff formation. Um, the tombs are carved right into the rock. Uh, you don't have the same ornate uh, design as you do with Hegra, for instance. Um, but what you have are lions that have been carved out, and the lions really symbolise that it was the elite people that were buried uh, in those tombs. Jabal? Jabal Ikma. So, yeah, so that's our open air library. So, what's fascinating here is as people were travelling through, um, a little bit like the old style Twitter. Um, people left their mark. Quite literally, we had over 12 different languages uh, recorded in the area. It's still an area where you can get really close up and personal um, and see the different scriptures all around you. Mm -hmm. And uh, Alula Old Town. Old Town, yeah, that's my favorite, my personal favorite. When I went there in March, I had a, an amazing experience and connection there. Um, the people were living there up until the 1980s, which is fascinating in itself. They've obviously been resettled nearby. You can climb to the top of the natural fort, the Citadel, and gives you an amazing 360 view of all of Alula. Great restaurants and cafes, and they're building an eco-lodge there as well. 
Wherever I go, the old town's the place to be. So same here. It's fascinating. It, it really is the heartbeat of Alula. Yep. The landscapes you were showing us on the slides are just beautiful, and they almost they almost pull you into why wellness and spiritualism are other offerings there. Let's explain through the guise of the uh, of the landscapes how all that falls into place. Sure. I mean, it's a very vast place um, but there's a lot of empty space and I think a lot of that lends itself to um, that spiritual connection that we all uh, have been craving particularly in recent times and um, I think having the ability to combine that spirituality sense of space and place um, with some of these amazing heritage experiences is what's magical about Alula. So what's, what's what are the offerings for wellness and spirituality just a couple of smattering? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's really, it's hard to define as one thing because it's all throughout the destination. I mean, even Habitas, which is a, uh, one of the new five-star properties there, you could describe as being a spiritual retreat. Um, it's very based um, on community and, in, you know, engagement of that kind. I mean, sure, they do the, you know, typical yoga sessions, but they also have so much more um, that is more typical or traditional for Saudi Okay. And uh, 200,000 years, there's a lot of art. Sure, that's the human history side. And I think what we have with art and culture is this great opportunity um, to showcase um, and to bring international and local talent together um, and to use the landscape as a canvas, if you like. Uh, are there any events coming up that we should be shooting for? Sure. I mean, in fact, right now we have uh, what we have branded or termed as the Alula Moments, and that's really the umbrella for four uh, festivals that we will be happening between now and January of 23. Um, so for people that are looking for um, festivals and events to participate in, that's a great time to go. Um, if if people are looking for a little bit more of quiet time then probably from February through May um, that would be an ideal time I went in March and it was you know beautiful weather people think it's going to be extremely hot but you need to prepare for cooling off in the evenings as well so uh, Wadi Al Fan. What is that? So it's it's really uh, an, an area that is being developed into a cultural precinct, and uh, they're inviting some uh, prominent artists to come in and actually um, present so their works of, there. Yeah, part of the art. So it's part of that arts collaboration piece, correct? The, the Mariah building. Tell us about that. So Mariah literally means mirrored building. It's the largest of its kind in the world. It was the brief was basically build us a conference center that doesn't interrupt the landscape. No, but it kind of acts as a mirage. It does because all of the uh, rock formations reflect off the building. So it's just as impressive to see um, that building and that structure. And there's also a Michelin star restaurant inside, which is even more impressive. So when you come out there and you're looking for accommodations, what do you? What, what's what's new or what's notable? Sure. I mean, within the last 12 months, we've opened a Habitat, so we've got our first five-star accommodation. Um, and in the next two months, we'll have a banyan tree as well. So we'll have two at the five-star level, providing that uh, exclusivity and privacy that people are, are wanting. But we also have other properties that are already there um, that are in that three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half-star category. So the Shaden, um, which is great for families, the uh, Sahari, which is a Bedouin-style set up so more for people wanting that authentic Saudi experience and yep well and we have the RVs yes. which I can't not mention the RVs no, so well you could stay luxury and then say now we're going to head out and hit, of, our, hit our RV exactly. after that the, the shiny RVs the, it's like glamping but you have all the access to all the fabulous Habitat amenities and I have to mention we're building an eco lodge in the old town district which is going to be amazing so you have that recreation um, you know in that area means you can actually leave the hotel by foot 
and stroll the streets, go to the night market. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So, I mean, for those who are coming back from the pause, this is wide open spaces. This is a big sky. This is, uh, this is everything you wanted. It's, it's all those things without over-tourism. Um, most of these places have not been seen by eyes outside of Saudi Arabia. Um, so they're pristine in their condition and there's a real focus on preservation and sustainability. So the plan is to keep it that way. That's great. So uh, do you have any advice? We're going out to 108,000 travel advisors. Uh, how can they get involved? Where is there a portal for them that exclusive for them that yep. they could use and that we give them a URL? Sure. I mean, the first port of call is to, to go to experiencealula.com and that is where we have all of our uh, content uh, for the trade. Uh, it's where all of our festival and event information is housed. So if a travel advisor wants a little hand-holding, wants to really talk to a person, do you have an email address for them? Sure. Yeah, we have an address. It's alula at advocatetravelmarketing.com and through that email address um, we can definitely set you up with an introduction to DMCs or let you know which tour operators are also uh, selling Alula packages. All right well let's let's inundate that email address because it sounds really cool. sounds exciting. Thank you for talking to us. You're welcome thank you and thanks everyone out there. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.